0: do you oh right it's always that kind of moment where you see somebody who you like for doing something, doing something else because they want to and they're allowed to that they might not have such success with shall we say I mean ...anybody watching Lewis... ...and um, enjoying what um, Lawrence Loza Fox did in those shows... ...and I'm one of them... ...must have been a little disappointed... ...at his album, The Grief Observed... ...as I think a lot of people were... ...and what I don't want is for Peter Capaldi... ...whose work I really like... ...not just for Malcolm Tucker... ...certainly not for Doctor Who don't really think he was well served there. But um, an actor who's done such a body of work, who's producing an album. Now, he's wanted to do this. You know, his his nephew, Lewis, uh, whose work I haven't liked in the recent past, Um, is a singer, of course. And maybe that's given him the idea, I don't know, to do this album. What he has done, which is great, is involved Robert Howard, you know, Doctor Robert of the Blow Monkeys, great songwriter, great singer, nice bloke as well it seems. And he sent him a lot of um, his his songs, and Robert Howard apparently was um, well. He rejected quite a lot of them and then said, "I think this one's good." And you know, they got to siphon down to the ones they thought might work. That still doesn't mean they will work. It's called St. Christopher, this album. It has a picture of St. Christopher on the front. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's about protection. And, and we do wear the, um, the St. Christopher around the neck for that kind of protection, certainly on journeys. And he was a martyr, so maybe Peter Capaldi thinks that's what's going to happen to him. But actually, this album has some really nice elements in it. He sounds... Like a, a little bit Cohen, Leonard Cohen. There's quite a lot of narration in here. He sounds a little bit Bowie sometimes. And he sounds a bit like sort of modern day Neil Diamond. Now, all those things are different. And I don't mind any of them, to be honest. Quite a lot of good stuff on here. Now, Beautiful and Weird starts it with a bit of narrative. There's a kind of 60s pop feel to this. Bit of Americana. His vocals have the fried sun-baked feel to it, sort of a bit Leonard Cohen there, with some atmospheric guitars. It grows nicely, but it doesn't really go anywhere. It's followed by It's Not Over Till It's Over. Um, It's a bit glam, has some upper feeling to it. It sounds a bit like Iggy Pop in the vocal, to be honest on this. The chorus is a bit psych. It's got a squalling sax in it, and it all comes round to a bit of Bowie. Nothing wrong with that either. And you've got tracks like Atlanta Vacant Lock, Lot, should I say, in which he has a sort of bug-eyed gospel preacher feel to it. It's interesting stuff, this. It's dramatic. St. Christopher itself actually has a sort of country storyteller Chris Christopherson feel with a plaintive piano and a Smoky Sax, later on. Best thing here is the Great Magnificence. It grows when it suddenly hits a big sucking beat. It's very sort of late Bowie. And there's some needling synths. There's um, female vocals joining in with that, fattening out the sound. This is actually quite interesting. Shows a lot of his influences, perhaps, or maybe not. Maybe that's just the way he writes his music. But those kind of influences are sort of, well they butt up against each other but because it's a big pot that he's got and he's stirring it well, sounds pretty good to me. I'm pleasantly surprised, I didn't think I would be. We no need for that martyrdom, maybe called Saint Christopher. But the journey to beginning to, uh, from beginning to end of this album is pretty faultless ta ta